you feeling after a week of R&D on the show with your cast and an amazing read through this morning? How are we all feeling? Uh, we're feeling fantastic. Uh, it's, it's, it's taken leaps and bounds this week. Um, it has been a big week and a little bit frazzled, uh, as you should be, I think, at the end of a week like this. We've just, um, a lot of the logistics of the show have really came together. Uh, the sound, the aesthetic, um, the world that we're living in, the language of the show have really started to take shape. And it feels really exciting, to be honest. And I mean, it's that amazing sort of, we've had a big week, we're, we're slightly knackered, but we're all running on adrenaline and caffeine at this stage on a Friday, um, feeling to it for me anyway. How are you feeling? Good. <laughs> uh, like quite, uh, it's like a terrible time to be asked to do be asked questions in an interview because my, so my brain sorry. is like just a load of candy floss in my head because yeah. we just spent all day hearing the show from beginning to end for the first time. So there's a million thoughts going around my head, and I feel completely exhausted. But uh, it was amazing to hear the cast sing it yeah. and to and to see the, feel the whole thing come together for the first time, because you work on something for such a long time in little pieces. And then just to get a sense of it as one thing mm. um, was amazing. And they d I thought they sounded incredible. I mean, the music sounds great, Kelly. You must be really pleased. Yeah, I mean, j just to echo uh, what Matt just said, it was, it's the first time you've heard the, you know, it's the first time you've heard the full kind of performance. So to hear the music um, sung back by all these great singers and the great transitions, it's, it's, really, it's really elevated the whole thing for me. And how did this collaboration come about? because, Robbie, you're from a dance background. Well, it's all Sean Holmes' fault, really, <laughs> and Imogen. Um, I met them while I was on Angels uh, last year, and um, we just, you know, really got along, and uh, we were interested in working with each other. Uh, Kelly and I met socially, and um, we uh, knew each other for a little while, and, uh, and then actually we'd see each other at the gym a lot, yeah. actually, where we'd see each other. Yeah. And gradually, uh, Kelly kept sort of having these conversations. Yes. Yeah. Well, no, you kept having, you were asking these questions to me about writing, and I was thinking, I actually, the, honestly, I've never told you this before. I actually thought he was going to ask me to write the block party Christmas <laughs> annual or something. Christmas <laughs> annual. <laughs> or you know, like, could you write our rock biography of, of the band? And then he said uh, that he had this idea for a story, and and I thought, and I, I think I said, well, look, I'm really happy to help you with it. But um, you know, I don't. You know, it's hard to write somebody else's story. Uh, and he said, "But tell me what it is." And he said uh, that he was really interested in talking about two gay men who are um, planning on getting married, and one of them isn't sure. And I thought, "Oh wow, that's a brilliant story to tell." And so we started kind of developing yeah. that for a while. And then to give the story more dramatic weight, we uh, forced them into a situation where these two men would have to get married, even though one of them wasn't sure. And we did that with this idea that because of Brexit, one of their ba the bank that one of them works for moves out of, of Britain, and he's American, so he's either going to have to go with them or he's going to have to go home. So they get married in order for him to be able to get leave to remain. And, um, and, it, and really, that was kind of where I think the idea sort of came from, uh, like came out of that, that conversation. And then it sort of became, you know, we started to explore that, and it became about what happens when two gay men get married? Who gets to ask? Who can ask? Who can't ask? Um, and then, you know, what happens when two families come together yeah. because of uh, two sons getting married? And if you think, I think the history of gay relationships is the history of euphemisms. You know, it's like your aunt and her friend or, you know, your uncle and his companion. And now we have gay marriage. You know, there's a, 
you know, it's a husband, you know, it's a son and his husband, you know, that there's a legitimacy to gay relationships. And what very much Leave to Remain is about is two families being joined together because their sons are getting married and the consequences for that on everybody. And, you know, as always with drama, you know, as soon as uh, family is involved, there are old secrets and old wounds which get kind of woken up by this, uh, this marriage. Were you going to add anything to that? No, I think that was quite a... Uh, Lengthy? Yeah, <laughs> you've you literally uh, just answered my next question, Matt. That's great. But yeah. I was going to um, come to you, Kelly. If, if the story was kind of um, a kind of concept that you mm. push forward, mm. does this feel to you like it, it is an important story to tell? And can you say a bit about why that is? Yeah, um, I mean, I think, you know, in this time of um, division that we're experiencing right now, um, in the world, I think, yeah, I think this story of people from different backgrounds coming together and um, families coming together is, is, is incredibly important and it's a story that I'm proud to be telling um, with, uh, you know, Matt and, and, and uh, Robbie. Um, and does it feel to you like a portrait of a gay relationship that we, that we see often or do, does this feel kind of like I something mean, new for the stage? Yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel that, it, I feel that to me, it feels like a portrait of a, of, of a gay relationship that I would see maybe in my, you know, my friends' lives, in in, in, in my personal lives, um, personal life. But it's not really something that I'm noticing that we're seeing much, um, you know, that we're seeing represented so much um, on stage or in drama. So you know, I feel yeah, I feel very happy that that we're that we're exploring this right now. And Robbie, just to come to something that you started to touch on about your R&D, we can kind of work on the, the sort of visual language of the show. Um, what can you say about the sort of movement aspect of the piece that's sort of more in line with your background in dance? For me, um, coming at it from, coming at this piece and coming at Leave to Remain from a, a movement background, um, it's sort of uh, in ways I, I know I can I know that that is something that I can that I can deal with um, so as we've been piecing um, the music and, and and the text and the dialogue together um, I've been just having a little move to myself mostly in a chair if I'm honest it seems like where I spend most of my time these days um, and just really trying to find that abstracted language that heightened language that poetic version of the movement that can sit alongside the beautiful numbers that Kelly's created and the text that Matt's created. So, um, in a word, I guess it's 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 really important to me throughout Leave to Remain that we feel like when we arrive at a heightened moment, whether that's in the music or through the movement, that uh, we've really earned it. So it needs to support the story and it needs to be integral to the beats of the scene. So. Um, I'm really excited about about finding that and really earning that, but also then about when we get into that language, we have some amazingly talented cast members who, you know, real sort of triple threat, uh, incredible people to work with. So digging into that movement language, which is quite abstracted, we we play with time and duration and uh, split staging a lot, and. Um, you know, with people existing outside the scene um, in a sort of conventional side way, but sort of led by movement and supported by the underscore. So um, it's it's really, it feels really exciting as a language. So with the songwriting side of things, um, was, did you mainly lead on that, Kelly, or Matt, did you get involved in lyrically kind of that side of things? 
Yeah, I guess I was responsible for the musical aspects. Um, but, um, you know, Matt did have input in places. We kind of bounced ideas um, off each other. I mean, yeah, it was kind of interesting how the music came together for this project because, you know, Matt has said that we, you know, that the idea was something that we were talking about together. It, it wasn't really until maybe a year into us developing this idea that we thought, well, why not bring kind of music into the into the mix? Um, it's what I, um, you know, it's what I'm known for. Um, you know, w w why not try and tell this story, tell this narrative with music? Um, so that was an interesting kind of challenge for me because um, usually when I write, you know, I'm free to go wherever I want with an idea, um, you know, uh, but with this, with this project, you know, we were very clear what the parameters were from 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 the from the offset. You know, there was a very kind of strict narrative, n n not strict, but you know, the the, the 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 there was a clear kind of narrative that I knew the music would have to tell the the beats of the story. Um, and I've never really worked like that as a songwriter. It's always been expressing what I want to express, and it was, if I'm honest, it was quite liberating um, having that sense of. You know, it's not about me or my persona, it's, it's about telling a story. We've sort of been talking about the show as a kind of modern love story with songs. In what ways does this feel, will this feel modern for audiences and what would you say to someone that they could expect from this show? I think a lot of that question is tied up in um, the anthemic like, feel to a lot of what Kelly has produced um, and Charlie has produced under Kelly's lyrics. Um, and you know the the nature of the music it feels very contemporary, as does you know the the content of the of the piece itself. So um, it it feels like a very fresh and and, and relevant uh, piece, as Kelly said, given our divisive times, you know. Um, and and just in terms of this, the you know the the the, the symbiosis of our movement and musical language and the dialogue throughout the throughout the play. It feels like there's um, we're we're not adverse, I guess, to the to the term musical in any way, shape, mm -hmm. or form, but we're kind of slightly remiss to to really identify it as a straight musical for a couple of reasons. One of those being that it it really feels like uh, the language is quite abstracted, you know, and uh, we never go for that sort of full number feel in the conventional way. Um, and it's not really within my movement vocabulary to do so, so I'm pretty pleased about that. But um, it's very, it's it feels like um, it feels like a very a very contemporary take on what that sort of musical feel would be, provided with a very contemporary and relevant sound. So that's what's really exciting us about it, from my perspective anyway. I don't know. And the music itself is very different, isn't it? It's a kind of combination between. Uh, electronic music yeah. and West African high life yeah. music. So it's not the traditional sort of music you'd find yeah. in a London musical. Uh, and I guess the subject matter is not the traditional um, subject matter. But it's also, I do, I do think it's also, it's kind of boy meets boy, boy loses boy, boy gets boy back romance as well. It's yeah. a very, and it's, so it's very traditional in that sense. And I think it's very universal in that like the more we do it, the more I realise what it's really about is that thing that if you want to know who you want to be, who you'd like to be, go on a date with someone because you'll present your best self. 
And if you want to know who you really are, spend Christmas with your family. You know, and I think at the heart, that's kind of what this show is about. Like two men who've not been together long enough to know each other that well. And what they realize when their families come together is, oh, oh, you're not quite who I thought you were. <laughs> you know, and them having to see a bigger picture of each other and, and learn to accommodate that and then fall in love with that, really. It was important, you know, how this feels modern to me was that it was important for us not to make a super traditional sounding, you know, kind of, uh, kind of jazz hands musical because that's not really, you know, that's not really what I enjoy when I go to see, um, you know, that's not really what I enjoy when I go to see productions and, um, and I think we've done that. I think we've, I think we, you know, obviously it's still being developed as we speak, but I think what's exciting me about this project is the way that it straddles different, um, I don't know, different, uh, yeah, it, how it straddles kind of different spheres and I'm super excited to see what it's going to look like and, and how it's all going to be developed. I, yeah, it's super exciting. Fab. Well, unless there's anything else you want to talk about, guys, I will let you go at the end of a long week. But thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely, thank, thank you. Cheers, Jim.